on this episode of the AIE Podcast. It's the special pre-nertacular episode, even though we're all here. <laughs> it turns out we are ready to mumble. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard, but wanted. Wait, there are pets in Rift? And Zod didn't know? <laughs> and we have Radozato here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast episode 198, The Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE. I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. And this week... Coming to us from an undisclosed Illuminati location, we have a Radozato. Also, also known as the forehead of Utah. Oh, okay. Well, the forehead of oh. Utah. Oh, <laughs> well then. So we've narrowed it down. It's someplace in the forehead of Utah. So, uh, the Zod. forehead of Utah. Isn't Utah like a really square state? It's rectangular with like a corner taken out of it. Yeah. Okay. Well then. So Zod, what has been going on with you? Well, I, I, I know it's work. But what's been going yeah. with you besides work in the past <laughs> week? Um, let me see. Uh, the the uh, my other podcast, the Heroes of the Storm podcast, Prepare for Combat, is actually we've kind of kind of uh, not jumped the shark. What's we've reached another level. I think we've kind of we finally found. Our, I hope we haven't jumped the shark already. <laughs> I was going to say that's like wow. Um, you normally don't call yourself <laughs> out for that. So that was an interesting uh, an interesting statement. We have. <laughs> We have reached another level. I think we finally found our stride amongst the uh, four hosts of us. So that is going very, very well. I also had level 40 in Heroes of the Storm, so I have maxed out. I've won the game. Yay! Yay! Start over. Other than that, just I'm 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 hoping they wipe the game so I can start over because I love the leveling. (laughs) Other than that, just kind of bummed because I'm not at Nerdtacular like I was going to be. I actually have a ticket. I have a ticket for Nerdtacular. I don't know what good it's going to do me. Being in Alabama, but I had a ticket. Dude, start your own chapter. (laughs) (laughs) The Alabama chapter of Nerdacular. Ludra, what have you been up to this week? Oh, let's see. Well, I beat Wildstar. Wow. I mean, I completely, I got to level 15. I had the money for a mount. I had the money for a house. I had the money for some really cool stuff for my house. So I beat the game. All that in a week, guys. Nice, ah. nice. Yeah. You put all that time into making that game, and you already beat it. <laughs> yep. I know. How embarrassing. Um, let's see. I've been playing a bit on the beta, and I got to say, I have a problem. Because, um, you know, they wouldn't let me transfer Aludra over, and so I just didn't transfer anybody else. Oh, and okay. when I opened it up, I had eight pets. And I was like, wow, I have eight pets. This is so depressing. Do they even know what they've done to me? I mean, uh, and then, then I took a moment and went, wait, I could start over. I could get them <laughs> all over again. Well, in, in the meantime, oh, she was like rocking in the corner crying. <laughs> it's no. not the destination. It's the journey. It no, really it's, is. It's going to be like that it's... internet meme. All the things. Oh, all the things. <laughs> you have no idea how many times 
I say that? <laughs> Other than that, I've been playing Skyrim because I haven't been sleeping well lately. So Skyrim. It's a good way to fill uh, some hours. My brother's been playing that as it well. He's been like super modding up his game lately. Oh yeah, my my girls have pretty hair and they have nipped in waists on their armor and you know the fires look extra. You can really see my priorities. <laughs> I must be the only person who's never played that game, and I really want. No, nope, no, nope, I know somebody else who wants to okay. keep alive. I, I mean, do, I do. What about you, Radozato? What have you been up to? Um, oh, sorry, the... Gomez. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um. Recently, War of Omens just came out with. Uh, they finally had their new faction active to um, to be able to actually play. Oh, nice! Um, but then yesterday evening, they had their second hero that you actually play as them. I haven't really gotten to get their hero card yet, so I'm not sure like what their what their hero card interaction is with all the stuff. But I've read what it does, where it's like a it intercepts attacks and smack. And attacks back, but like the original hero who was in the in their naming contest, they're like, we like this name so much that we're gonna name one of the heroes this. That was their premier hero for the for the whole faction. Um, his whole thing was um, the cards. Their whole mechanic is all about um, cards that you hold in your hand for multiple turns. Whereas everyone else, it's like that. Okay, play all but like one ish card to help step up your odds to get certain cards to be drawn. These guys, it's more of the you want to hold excessive amounts of cards in your hand because they charge up and get more powerful and then drop them up for um, special effect. So the first guy, he powered up the cards that you held in your hand. Uh, they have two other types of cards. Um, the second person um, deals with the inscriptions, which are cards that just lay out on the field and they don't do anything till you power them up with the magic resource or some other interaction with them. So for her, whenever she puts them out, they get a free extra charge. So she gets a little more oomph out of her inscriptions. Yes, I. Uh, this was uh, this was a game that I had sort of advertised as someone I know is one of the he's the CEO of the company. And uh, it actually turned out to be a, I, I always feel much better when I want to promote something and it's just like, oh, this is something one of my, you know, like someone I know worked on, but it's not very good. This is actually a really good game. So I, I, I felt much better about, oh, that's super cool. Like, OK, it's an actually enjoyable game to play. It is a little bit more. It's a different twist on the sort of, you know, magic hex sort of. Uh, that that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it merges like deck built like your your deck building games with also constructed play as right. well. So it you know you actually pick what's going to be in your you know the the side table that you're you're buying cards from. But then the the rest of the gameplay is very much like a deck builder. But instead of going, I just want some victory points. You're actually attacking the other player and doing stuff. Um, otherwise, uh, today cool. for everybody, um, the starter set for the D&D 5th edition came out, and I bought one, and uh, mixed feelings on it, but I've yet to actually play it. Like, just the unboxing, it's like the, uh, I have some opinions about it, but for the price, it's okay. There's, other, there's at least one thing I wish they would have included, and I kind of don't see a reason why they didn't include Any it. Any racer! Like, uh, no, they have no tokens in this starter thing. So, oh. like, like the the summation I posted for like some 
people on like Facebook is like um, it's more accurately a like a veteran of D and D starter set. So if you already have miniatures, you already have play mats and things like oh. that. This is awesome for starting out for fifth edition. Now, if this is your first D and D, might not recommend. I mean, it has. It seems like it has a really good pre-generated adventure. It's pretty good. Um, their pre-generated characters are a good mix, so you can get an idea of how it all runs. But again, no play mat and no, you know, it doesn't even have to be a fancy one. It just has to be like some paper that you could, like what I did with the third edition starter, was I laminated the thing afterward. So, you know, just something cheap. Um, and then just um, cheapo cardboard tokens, which they have a little cardboard divide, like a spacer divider thing to help eat up some more room. They could have swapped that out and had that that piece of cardboard be tokens instead. I mean, you pretty, you can totally might tell. Have been similar cost. R- Rattle plays that? plays his share of board games and yes, uh, yes, and RPGs. Yes. <laughs> and I gotta ask, and this will probably affect my geek cred, but I didn't know Dungeons and Dragons came with a playmat. I've never had one with it. Um, at least in third edition, their starter their starter set when it fir- when third edition first came out did, and I've I've got one of those. In fact, if you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When they have the the evil nerd group in like season four or five, it's later on. Um, they're sitting there playing D and D, and they say, "Hey, we should take over the world together." All right. The the set that they're playing with is the third edition starter set. Oh, it has wow. like a play mat. It has cardboard tokens you punched out and used to you know you know mark where you are. Um, it was double sided. Like there's one side that had the pre constructed dungeon maps that you could use sections of for the different adventures. And then the final adventure used the entire map at once. And then the back is nothing but blank um, uh, square grid. So you can like so like if you do what I did and laminated it, um, you could just draw on it with like erase marker, and you know use it pretty much for the entirety of your third edition or and beyond uh, play. And beyond. Yeah, and it, my fourth. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, I've got. I've played with a fourth edition starter, and it had tokens and map pieces. Like it wasn't an outright map you unfolded. It was like like the pieces that they actually sold as a product. Now I think that starter was a bit pricier. I, I haven't gone back to like price. Comp- you know, check the, what the price was back then. All that on that, but it was like a good starter set of. Okay, here are the tile pieces that you put together to build the encounter rooms. But fourth edition is a little bit different in how its maps work. But fifth edition seems to be, at least with maps and adventure, a return to third edition and AD and D style publications of adventures, with some of the things of fourth edition holding over as far as mechanics, as well as some other returns of about third edition, and then some other neat things that are a little more, I guess, fully new at least to D and D, not to games as a whole. Well, and it's the whole thing what that you need to that you don't really because I mean I play some games that you don't we don't use miniatures or anything at all. D and D is very much a system that incorporates that stuff so it really does actually surprise me that they didn't include something that you could use as rudimentary tokens because there's um like you have oh i have an ability which is a close burst two which means it's two squares around your character so like the powers are actually described not in terms of like how many feet it is it is actually squares on a map so that that does actually surprise me but i mean that's past editions maybe next is moving towards more of a like you know, theater of the mind sort of thing, but it, it's hard to Not say. I mean, really. it just came it's, out. <laughs> it's, all, it's all grid map as well. Um, though they originally 
presented out as um, the uh, um, like if it was free form, like if you if you measured it free form on like say say if you're playing on a gaming table for like uh, Warhammer Fantasy, it's a um, a measurement system like that where it's like okay one inch is one foot you know one feet uh, one foot of movement, um, but then they say there's a translation you could do where it's um, you know the the five feet for one square. Cool. So I had uh, I had a a I have two vacation days or two holidays that I didn't get paid for this week. So that's kind of a bummer. Well, it's, I'm a contractor. It happens. Uh, but it means I got to play Wildstar all day, all day after taking a bike ride. So that was uh, that was nice. I got uh, my settler path on my Chua up to level twenty. So that's that's mm-hmm. been that's been really fun, and I love that he gets to run around in the big hamster ball. So that's that's <laughs> that's super awesome. <laughs> well, their mount is like it's a like you're riding in a motorcycle, which is like in a disc, and then a ball forms around the 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 like ring cycle. So it looks like you're in a giant hamster ball, like running around the world at at mount speed, which that's is awesome. which is pretty that fantastic. Is- um, I got I got my Gomas character on uh on the. Uh, AIE server up to 14. So he now finally has a house and, you know, can get rest experience and can set up his little plots of land. And I think my other character on the server, uh, who is, uh, it's either Ada or Zada, I don't remember, um, is up to level one, I maybe like 18 or so. So we're, but man, we're, we've been running through the adventure. Those are brutal. Like, I don't know if I'm just mm-hmm. really horrible at the game, but there was literally a fight it. that we were dying and zerging. Like, we would res and run back to the fight over and over and over because we had to kill, like, 35 of these things, and they would spawn six or seven at once. And this oh is, my God. this is the first adventure this is the thing recommended for like level 15 to 16 and it's already like i died 40 times during that thing (laughs) so we made it through it but it was it was kind of wow it was kind of insane so a lot of the forum people are saying that the the instances or the dungeons whatever they called wants are very difficult it it is not a i'm going to slam my head on the keyboard and make it through you need to do crowd control you need to do you know a priority for targets they it is it is definitely a return to we are going to grind this out of you if you are not you know if you are not willing to learn mechanics you will not succeed so that's it's been interesting, but uh, we'll see how we do. We said because I have never tanked before in any game ever, and I am the tank for the group. So th- this will be this will be very very interesting to see. Uh, well, at least your group knows where you're coming from, dude. Well, and they're all local, so they can just throw things at me if I'm doing you know bad things. Like <laughs> yeah. two of them are a mile away, and it's Muli and a friend and I at, at our house, so they can literally be like, "Oh, you big idiot!" and like throw something at me. So that's you know, wait, we're all friends it's it's fine so uh, i think we will be digging into the secret world shortly it's a secret but uh first let's cover this week's news aie news okay as you have to know if you're listening to this show nerd tackler 2014 is happening this weekend yes tomorrow we will have a nerd tackler uh, unfortunately, none of us could be there. We really wanted to actually, we were actually invited. Uh, it was very, very nice of uh, Nicole to ask. We were invited to do the show live from Nertacular. Unfortunately, we couldn't be there, so next year we're hoping we'll be there for it. Um, but a whole lot of the AIE community is going to be there. 
And if you're one of them, Stupid Genius is arranging an AIE community group picture tomorrow, Friday, July 4th at 2.30, outside of the front lobby across from Valet. I don't know where that is, but if you're there, you probably know where that is. So make sure you're out there at 2.30 so you can be part of the AIE community picture. We want a big picture of everybody. Oh, also, it is not the spot from last year where we made the wedding coordinator freak out. Um, that spot is actually currently under construction. So it, it is, yeah, it is. They did a, it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's under across from the main lobby. So I, I'm sure check Twitter. I'm sure, you know, 20 minutes before, 30 minutes before they will be letting people know, but definitely check Twitter for mm-hmm. the location and time. Yes. <laughs> the uh, AIE Eve gang is also holding a meetup tonight at 730 at the El Chinate. I think I've got that right restaurant so if you're at nerdtacular and you're actually watching us record the show live you've just enough time to make it after the end of the show we'll try to be quick and close on time now if you're listening to the show later on in podcast form then you're too late you're not going to make it but you were probably a spy anyway so that's a good thing yeah that's probably yeah so and and also if you're like us and unable to attend nerdtacular in person you're gonna want to join in on the live stream um todd whitehead from alpha geek radio has got everything being streamed live at nerdtacular.com slash live. And there's even a chat room, so you want to jump in and kind of commiserate with the rest of us who couldn't be there in person. That is true. Sad. <laughs> we are all very sad. I was very sad to be like, oh, it's the four, it's the, th- it's the third, and I'm not. Oh. I, I heard a rumor that next year will not be on the fourth. Oh, that so would be awesome. Rumor, but I hope so. And uh, who knows? All right, so last week we announced that testing had begun on our new Mumble server. This week we're happy to announce that testing is complete when the new Mumble server is now officially official instead of that fake official that we tried to push on you. Yeah. So if you've been using our Ventrilo server for all your AIE grouping, rating, and just old chatting needs, it's time to make the switch. (laughs) But don't panic. You still have a couple of months to move over to the Mumble server. Our Ventrilo server won't be shut down until September 1st. Full Mumble details are pinned at the top of the AIE community discussion boards. It's not that bad, guys. We promise. Hey, Zod, stop mumbling. Yeah, Zod. So so FYI, folks, Mumble is really awesome in that there never Mm -hmm. needs to be a server password change. The Umami password that you use to log into Umami will also be your login for Mumble. So that you need to remember one password for everything. And that uh, we think that is really, really fantastic. And I'm glad we moved to this model. Yes. Okay. Unlike me, if you're really good with words or sentences and stuff like that, that's not a very good sentence. (laughs) So, well, AIE needs your help. Our community has grown so large and the number of games we play has increased so much that AIE's horde of trained monkeys cannot possibly keep up with all of the news. So we've opened the doors to the entire community to write articles for the AIE website. If you got the gift of putting words in the right order and have something to say about your favorite AIE game, come join our Legion of Writers. See the AIE wiki for all the details. Links in the show notes. Don't forget, AIE is into more than just these major league games we're always covering. We also play an entire array of minor league games, and that includes, you know, mobile games, Facebook games, you name it. If it's a game, AIE has probably got people playing it. The best way to find other AIE members playing these little minor league games is by posting on our minor league game forum, which is under the Imperium Ludi forum. Oh, the forums. Uh, this the week, forums. 
This week, Caliel posted looking for more people playing The Simpsons Tapped Out. I didn't even know that was a game. That sounds cool. Sort of. I know I'm just going to destroy this name, and I apologize. Sartavius? Sartavius is looking for more AIE members interested in Knights and Dragons. And Beefmaster, that one I can pronounce, (laughs) has posted some tips and tricks for Clash of Clans. Hmm. Also in the Imperium Ludice section, we've got a couple of useful posts for those of you playing Wildstar. AIE member EB posted a guide on how to recover your add-on settings. Following yesterday's apparently massively disruptive The Strain Ultra Drop patch and Herbivotive, Herbivotive? That's yep. kind of cute. Good posted a very informative guide on explaining how amps work and where to find the new ones. Yay! So, a big surprise, we actually do have some Rift news to share. After what feels like months of pretty much nothing happening and what everyone agrees is a great but kind of undervalued game, IGN has announced the upcoming release of the next major expansion. It's called The Nightmare Tide, and among other things, it raises the level cap to 65, opens new world zones, has new rifts called Nightmare Rifts that have scaling difficulty waves of foes, and even introduces collectible minions. Yes, Ludra. Rift now has pets. Rift has always had pets. Do you not remember Demon Lightning Bunny of Chaos? That is true. You did that. That was like yes. one you could get for pre-ordering, right? Like had some crazy bunny no, thing. No, no, it was an event pet. Somebody just gave me one, and it oh, was really okay. cool. And he's like Demon Lightning Bunny of Chaos. I mean, this is like seriously the best thing. Every game should have a Demon Lightning Bunny of Chaos. It just it needs to happen. <laughs> it's now, Luigi. You gotta tune in then, because the show notes made it sound like this is a new thing. Wow, account wide minions. I'm like, um. Okay. Well, them being account wide is new. Oh, because uh-huh. that's probably what's new. Right now, but yeah. Oh, don't I know all about pets and games? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the change in change of the stage. All right, and finally, just a reminder that our episode 200 show is right around the quarter corner. Words are hard. Only two weeks away. And we've got quite a few big-name guests on the docket. I've heard the show Alludra's putting together. It's going to be awesome. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, we will also be Gomez's final show. We'll be giving him a fond farewell at the same time. If you'd like to send in any content for our show 200, we are accepting emails and audio files at podcast at aie-guild.org. So, Could we th- get some, guys? Could we get some in, please? Yeah, we, we, we would <laughs> like some content. We would like some content for yes, show 200. please. I yeah, know. I think that guest zero. list is uh, who? Zero. <laughs> we do have some good guests, though. We do have some really good yes, guests. Yes, we do. So, with that, we will bring Rado Zato out, who I believe has been cleared to give us a little information about the secret world. I'm not positive, but. Uh, yeah, as long probably... as he's not saying redacted every other word, <laughs> we'll have a show. <laughs> I'm sure it's actually not real information, but, you know, fake information. Well, yeah, misinformation. Yeah, right? That's information. Mis- Just, you know. Misinformation. Mr. Information, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, but all the news that's been happening for the last little while is going to have to be redacted. Oh. So I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> uh, and if, that's our show. If he doesn't say that every time on the uh, on the podcast going forward, you guys have to talk to him. This is It, it has to happen every episode that he's on. <laughs> online but then again there is section 31 but anyways as mentioned on twitter and anyone who follows me on facebook there is a prize tonight uh i have a copy of um 
what's it, uh, a Steam copy of uh, The Secret World. Ooh. And at the end of the show, I'm going to be uh, handing it out to a lucky person So after the recording is done and all that. So there will be announcements I'll, I'll say over or on Twitter and Facebook, you know, grats, it's this person, but, like, it's probably not going to be recorded on the show okay. of who it is. But anyhow, so now on to the fun stuff. So going to make you guys work for it. you got to listen to this. Not that there's going to be a quiz, but, you know. <laughs> there might be a quiz. There, there might be. <laughs> there, there was the, hey, we should listen, and now you get to listen to this. So anyhow. Hey, listen. Uh, oh. So some important information is we are going to be raising the filth alert level to an intense orange red based on very credible detailed information on a non-specific threat. Could it so be a mutant? Absolutely possible. Orochi Corporation <laughs> chemical or biological agent you Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But then it could happen. Oh, filth no. monster is absolutely positively going to happen today. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, since, uh, since last time we were, um, uh, Secret World was on here, uh, we had the, um, 1.9 patch, which is pretty much the, the Tokyo patch, which originally we were like, we were hoping the timing would line up so we could talk all about it. Well, it came about the week afterward. Yeah. Go uh, figure. so <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stuff came into a massive sweeping changes of, um, pretty much different, you know, actives and passive abilities for decks, so a lot of people had to change things. It wasn't as, oh, it's the end of the world, as some people thought. Certain things still survived, just not particular builds that took over certain weird um, performances with the, with in particular passives and how the active, how the actives would work in their timing. Um, but, um, let's see... Uh, if you want particulars on what got changed, you can always check the patch notes. Um, if you want a simplified version uh, and, you, and you play the game, just hop on in, on any of the times that you know a lot of us are doing stuff. Ask one of the, the knowledgeable people here in AIE. We'll give you the, the nice condensed of, here's this build, here's how it behaves, and this is what you put in there so it all works. Instead of the, I like and, the fact that it looks like this, this stripy thing with the mask is talking and not... <laughs> Well, that always likes to do that. Well, it's technically for this character in beta, it's that I can't remember the name of the the, the mask introduced himself early on. He's got this very gentlemanly um, voice, whereas in beta is like yeah, yeah, yeah. so whenever it growls, it's like if you could hear it, you, you, it's him talking in demonic. But the um, mask can speak any language, and so at first it's trying to figure out what language you speak. Um, and then you go, and it's like, it's English, okay, so here we go. And so it starts <laughs> talking this very proper, gentlemanly um, voice. Um, so so that's what, what's going on there. So in, in that one, the mask is talking, but the mask doesn't move. It just has a voice coming out of it. Nice. So, Not creepy um, at all. <laughs> yeah, but right now in game, uh, the anniversary event and the next mission pack that expands on all the uh, what you can do in Tokyo, specifically the Kaiden area, um, has been added. Uh, the mission pack is called Love and Loathing, and it pretty much expands. You know, uh, go, goes a little more about the the why everyone's there and what they're doing, what they're wanting to accomplish there after the whole event that happened in the subway at the beginning of the whole game. Um, let's see. Um, in addition, uh, the anniversary event is, for the most part, it's a repeat of last year. Not that it's a bad thing, because there was some 
issues and other things that weren't as pleasant or as fun. Um, so the, uh, one thing, for example, is if you enter the boss zone of these world bosses, it deactivates pets to help, you know, not crush people's computers. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because what it used to be is, I think, I'm not sure what the, the stat is, but I, I can't remember if it's like 50 people per server or if it's 100, but it's, you know, pe- you know it's bad enough having that many people all in one spot, mm-hmm. but then add on top of that, everyone has a pet, so, well, and they're all doing their, their stuff. <laughs> so, some people can't help it, some people can't yeah. help it. Well, the thing is with the game is it's very kind of system melty on in certain aspects. Like these world boss events, it gets rather system melty. But most other content, it's like, yeah, crank it up, watch all the beautiful effects, and, and have an awesome time. Um, so there's a couple changes there, but um, there is a, a little bit of, at least from what I've read, there's some haves and haves not controversy. I'm not too sure on my particular stance to it, but the there is a new um, golem boss in this one, but it exists in Tokyo. But the only way to get to Tokyo is first you have to be progressed far enough in the story um, quest chain uh, to even get there. Um, on top of that, even if you've completed the story quest chain, you have to have bought the content DLC to even get into the zone. So oh, it's okay. so say for example if you are a brand new person you're probably not going to get into there unless there's some massive power leveling to get you through. It's possible because this is running for about I believe 2 weeks. It, it's possible and can be done but it's probably not the most enjoyable thing. But if they're doing mm-hmm. like what they what they've been doing so far as they're you know going getting back into certain um, you know certain events are coming back it's they repeat but refine the event so you'll be able to fight these things probably again next year but refine so that you can still enjoy and get all the the cool things okay that's i mean that's 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 good that they're they're actually making it anniversary content but they're not making it they like oh you didn't get it last year you'll never see it ever again that's i i do appreciate that they do that it's I mean, there are some things you can't do, you know, so it's not a, it's not a perfect, you know, oh, it's friendly to everyone, but it's not a complete and total, ha, ah, sucks to be you, which I, I, don't, I can't speak too much about this, but I've heard this is a number one complaint of, like, Guild Wars 2, is that because of the living story, until the recent thing that they've announced that they were doing, the living story was a, if you missed a part, sucks to be you. Oh, but man. I, from what I understand, they, they did a new thing recently where you can replay some of that content, so it's like, okay, you can catch up and do that and have, have the fun. Um, so, you know, every, you know, every game company is, you know, way you know you want equal measures of here's some things that are exclusive to get people to show up but you do want some things where it's like the yeah you know sure you weren't here the first day but you can enjoy the cool things um so anyhow on the missions that came in here and and tokyo we also got to learn a whole bunch of things like in particular some of the contacts we previewed over last last time on Secret World, we got to find out that actually some of them are a little more closely aligned to particular factions. Like Imbeda, the demon that was on screen, is actually kind of the um, Illuminati contact, at least over here. Um, One neat fact about him, aside from him being um, effective Ronin Oni thing. And he has an awesome, uh, awesome uh, robe. Uh, yeah, t- like if you look close on the details, like this is a awesome fur robe. Yeah, but to put it lightly and maybe politely, he has a 
thing for Kirsten Gary, the main contact for the Illuminati characters. Oh, nice. All your says chow chow. In fact, you can see this painting here in the um, bathhouse. <laughs> is, is she the yeah. one in in basically the main office of the Illuminati that sends you on a bunch of your missions after you get yes. to the? Okay, I do yes, remember her. She's one. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of has a thing for putting it politely. Um, there was a. I can't show the video. Of it. I can't show the video now because I did the quest this morning and the lockout is for like three days but they go back into it and he shows and there's like this dramatic moment where he draws a sword and chops down some furniture he's got there but some of the things going on in the background it's like huh so he's kind of a odd perverted demon mercenary guy but he's, he's, a he's mainly he's the illuminati contact okay um we learned that Gozen, uh, the samurai lady, is the main contact for the um, Templars. And in fact, a little piece of – she's had a little bit of past history with at least one of the major members on there. Um, Richard's the main – you know, the Christian Geary equivalent contact for the Templars. He and Gozen were a couple for a while. So, oh, whoa. Yeah. Interesting things there. That's that's interesting, so, actually. You know. So so that that Brit went international. <laughs> really, uh, really also, international. Really international. But, Is um, that your or? <laughs> but um, you also find out in the new mission that came out for that um from Gozen out here um is the big event in Tokyo where the massive filth bomb went off and uh, and everything just went crazy. Um, this girl showed up for like a date and like, she's just waiting and waiting and waiting. And like the guy never showed up. Now this is before the whole filth event happened. Well, all the chaos has happened. And, but she, um, um, when she finally left, she left this book and like some origami paper there. Well, uh, Gozen and, um, Akashi are sitting there talking about the stuff that's left behind. Akashi is like, just get rid of it. Who cares? These people are probably dead. You know, forget about it. And Gozen's like, no, you know, these people might still be alive. We should find out who they are and why they didn't get together. Cause love is important, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I'm going like, yeah, you probably have the romantic person here. And so it's this really cool investigation mission that involves origami where you get the book and it's like an item you get to keep in your inventory and can go reference to later. But the puzzles are pretty much you have a piece of origami paper and there's stuff written on there in Japanese. But in particular, it's the kana. So it's like the equivalent of the alphabet where it's, it's the, the sound syllables. <clears throat> so th that stuff's all over in different weird spots. And it's like, none of this makes sense. And it's sideways, diagonal, upside down and all that. But if you fold the thing that it's supposed to be, and if you look at the piece of paper in the game, it shows like where the crease marks are. And you can figure out, oh, it's, it's supposed to be this thing. If you can fold it up to how it's supposed to be and have those words line up correctly, you'll see the message as it's supposed to be. And it's clues of where to go. Like, like this, oh, nice. this girl had like a somewhat, you know, origami scavenger hunt for this guy to like, you know, you know, go here, go here, go here and, and all this. I, I, and it, that's, it was so really, that's cool. If I start oh, playing yeah. again, fortunately I have a friend who translates Japanese for a living. So I will like, Hey, I, Kevin, you want to come over I to my really house? Grab, <laughs> yeah, this, this morning I really wanted to grab either my brother or my sister-in-law because my sister-in-law is Japanese and she's lived there all almost all her life. She's recently moved here like last two years ago, I think. 
and then my brother, he's lived there for quite a while, and the two of them got married. But it's like, you know, the two of them can read and translate. So I wanted to, like, steal them and say, help me translate this. <laughs> I want to do this puzzle way faster than they want me to. Can you please read the screen and tell me what's going on? <laughs> but, um, so that's what's that's what's new with Gozen. She's the Templar contact. And then um, Diamond Kyoji, I think is... Let me double check. Uh... The name on this, sorry. It was... Do, 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 do. Yeah, Diamond Kyoda, who was the... the, um, <clears throat> the uh, I forgot the other... The Yakuza guy who's involved with the, the, the cult branch there. You find out that he's kind of actually the contact for the dragon there. But yes and not really. It's, it's weird, but it's the dragon weird anyways. Um, you, with him, he is, like, incredibly crazy and weird, but he's, like, very much, you know, the model person of who would totally be part of the dragon. Um, you find out with him that he's got, you know, as mentioned before, that the magic pachinko machine. Evidently, it's, this machine <laughs> has been other things in the past. The and magic so, like, pachinko machine. That yeah. Is so awesome. well, First, we got origami paper folding in the game. It's very Maybe Tokyo. Very, oh, very yeah. Tokyo. Totally. Yeah, a line keeps saying uh, is the pachinko machine was not always a pachinko machine, and yet it always has been. But it, it, effectively, he's been saying that this item has existed throughout the eons and always divines things, but it hasn't always been like a pachinko machine in shape, but it has always been a thing that divines through whatever form it has taken. Huh. And so in the quest that you do... Can you imagine like, pachinko machine going, go home now! Us, <laughs> Kind of what happens because on the mission where he tells you, "Hey, go play around on the machine." So you go there and you you run the thing and the and the the metal balls come piling out from the thing, and like certain ones actually have some characters written on it, and it's a phone number. And you go oh, over nice. to a, a directory to look up, okay, what's the address? You know, what's the what's the place for this phone number? And you find out it's like this um, kind of after school place for like you know to help with self-esteem and you know have a lot of self-confidence called the the fear nothing foundation and so it's like you know you go there to go investigate some stuff but when you get there the horrors of all the stuff that happens in there <laughs> like, i'm gonna be honest there's two missions in this game i have not replayed because they terrify me so much whoa one's in a parking garage and it's like it's like the earlier parking garage mission from earlier in the game but ramped up even worse and oh it's just terrible and oh then, yeah i remember you just had to keep going down and down and down as like oh the only oh. light in this parking garage is red light which is pulsing you're yeah. welcome <laughs> like yeah super creepy super yeah but, that that was that was unnerving this one they've got like crazy japanese style ghosts so it's like you know oh you know you have to Watching it, if you turn away, it will kill you. <laughs> In seven days, you'll die if you if you look uh, yeah. away. <laughs> but um, the um, Fear Nothing Foundation is to like Ringu and um, Grudge all mixed together wow. in one. I'm just sitting there going, I am never playing this mission again. <laughs> oh, that's right, because if you do enjoy a mission, you can play it again. If you don't, you yeah. never have to see it again. So that's, you know. Now, which the downside for me is I can't get as much of the certain currencies, but it's like, I don't want to be that terrified. Yeah, like, it's, exactly. It's, it's not worth it. Good, 
quality mission. It's just really terrifying. Yeah. Well, that's so, a oh, that's well, a mark of good writing. Yeah. In the dark, I mean, it, then. Well, it's it's good animation, good writing. It's just very well done. Yeah. Uh, a little so too well what, done. Yeah. So that that's what, that's what's going on with with there. So you get to do like this horrible thing, but in the newest okay, mission, Rado, I got I got to sidetrack for one second and point out that your character in the game is wearing a the Secret World T-shirt. Yep. Um, <laughs> at the, at the I've been staring at that now the whole time. End of various missions. Yeah, at the event, at the end of various issues, they have um, shirts that have the logo of what was going on with the the that particular issue. So the one I'm currently wearing is the the Black Signal T-shirt. So you know for the the Tokyo stuff. Um, they have for the draw wearing a World of Warcraft armor. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's it's like but so far the two side mission um, content um, packs have not had shirts um, involved with them. So it's always like the major like this is issue such and such have had the shirts. Nice. So um, also another change that's happened in this patch since the last one is they've fortified a lot of the entrances to places. Like they used to be wide open. Now they've got like sandbags and the broken down pachinko machines to help barricade the place. <laughs> so yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like things have evolved more because things have just been getting worse. Um, but on the newest thing with um, Diamond is that um, <clears throat> he, he's, you know, he's running the, the, the protection racket because again the mafia um but he, he doesn't have enough operatives to actually you know give the protection for the people paying so it's like hey could you like help me out and while you're doing that do some other random things at least they seem completely random and ineffectual but what i'm hoping happens is when they do the transition between issue 9 to 10 where we leave kaiden to whatever the next section is i hope they do reveal how all the weird things you hear him talking about of hey you do this and you and the other guy over here do this other thing and guy c do this thing here but you know and do all these particular actions while you're doing it it's like i want to see in this weird crazy rube goldberg device how it all works leading into whatever's going on next there there are a lot of like overarching mechanications that happen in this game that it's like oh yeah you didn't think that affected anything oh yeah that thing you did two two like quests ago yeah that's affecting what you're doing now so yeah they they like doing that they're like dragging the storyline on for a very very long time yeah like Diamond Kyoshi is like the embodiment of like the most ideal person within the dragon is where it's like chaos is everything and awesome and not. Um, well, not, not as in it's not, but as meh. Yes. <laughs> um, so th those are all the things, but um, so he has you go off and do that. But in particular, he wants you to go to the old um, master before he was taking care of this particular section, go over to his grave and pay respects. And you get to learn some interesting things about that person while you're there. Um, other than that, let's see. Um, dum -ba -dum -dum. that's about it as far as quests and content. But, um, okay. as far as the game goes, there are some events coming up, um, coming up real soon on the 12th. Um, the, a bunch of different cabals and communities and, and groups are getting, uh, together in the Albion Theater, which is like a custom role play section area for you know that people can actually do stage productions. And there has been some there um, in the past. Like I saw a Telltale Heart production mm -hmm. there. Um, 
but what they're going to do is have all the cabal representatives, people who volunteered to do this, you know, to go there and do like a, you know, here's who we are, and this is the, you know, here's our stuff and all that. You know, everyone has like five minutes to post information, and then when your five minutes are up, if anyone wants to like whisper, like, hey, I've got further questions or information like that, you can do that off to the side while the next person's having their turn doing that, all this. So it's pretty interesting. But you know, Alea Yakta Est is going to be participating in this. Hopefully, it'll be, you know, like with all the games. You know, you don't just go, you know, hey, I'm going to sit around, you know, help people show up. It's like, you know, you go out there and say, hey, we are here. You know, if you didn't know we were here, we're here. You know, this is what we offer. Um, so that will be coming up again, 12th of July. It should be, um, I know it's noon for me and the only time zone that matters for those who know that. That's mountain, mountain. Um, <laughs> I believe that's mountain yep. time zone. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. uh, 12, so I think it's like 2 Eastern, 11 in the morning uh, Pacific, and then figure it out from there if you're further out from any of those. Okay, so that's Saturday. Uh, so that's actually, in yep, theory, it's, it's conceivable that people could show up at 11 o'clock or noon or 2 o'clock because mm -hmm. it's Saturday. It's not like Tuesday. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, definitely. But yeah, a whole bunch of people are going to be showing up and, you know, you know, talking about their community. I know um, the one community that we're in, you know, that we're, kind of partnering with and doing um, events with is also going to be showing up there and we're going to be, you know, all of us are going to be talking there about all the stuff. Um, as far as like content been go that's been going on in the game, um, more people have been having access to some of the later end content. Um, oh, for those who do um, want to pick up the game, like if you go out tonight and go buy or you go reinstall, um, there is a event Chan, uh, channel for the um, anniversary event that helps organize and gets and optimizes getting people to where the different bosses spawn because they spawn in all the different zones. So there's like a, a channel where people say, "Hey, this person, this golem has appeared in this location. People can meet up on me here, so they can go get the get the loot drops from there." So there's an event channel you can join there. Um, you can. There's particular information you can find on the Secret World forums. I'll have information of that on the show uh, provided in the show notes, uh, so people can read that. But it's like it, any holiday event is like this well organized with the Secret World community, where it's like it's like a, a, a machine that's like yeah. here's the information, here's the support. You know, go collect all the things. Now you guys still do those Monday runs at um, like four Pacific, right? I believe it. Like four Pacific is when it starts, but it yeah. runs for quite some time, and people can show up at later times, especially on Monday. Hot, you know. Well, let me tell you, I, I've I've managed to to get in on some of this, and it's really great. <laughs> like you know, um, our regular events in. are still going on, so Monday is the general mm -hmm. progression where it's like anyone from any point can just show up, and it's like, hey, let's get you know, let's do some stuff with you. Um, yeah. Sunday is our nightmare mode run night, so usually you know people who are on the, the upper end stuff, it's like one particular day of the week where people just do that. Otherwise, nightmare modes are a daily thing you can do. So you can do them whenever you want. But say one day a week, it's a all the AIE people get together and, and run some nightmares together. If you don't like yourself, uh, you can do it every day. It's fine. Nightmare yeah. modes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wednesday is the layer night stuff, and we've actually gotten a completion and a kill on the um, uh, the, uh, uh, the the layer raid boss. So that was pretty interesting. And then I've personally finally seen the New York City raid end, and that has some interesting story 
involvements there, especially the three faction signature people band together to fight a greater evil, but as soon as it's done, they fracture immediately into their different ideologies. Well, of so course. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yes, we could have banded together, but oh no. Well, they're united against a common enemy, <laughs> and then they're not. That's, that's <laughs> because none but of them you, do things in the same the way. Yeah, when you end the mission, you talk to the guy in the, the laundromat, and he's all like, ah, they're just going to say all the conspiracy stuff, but people will listen. I've got a hundred people on my newsletter. It's like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, I got more of that in my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Throwing that out there. Okay. So that is our show for this evening. We want to thank Radozada for joining us. So chat room, we are going to need a show title where we are going through the the exit of the show here. Go ahead and post your ideas for a show title in the chat room. So Radozada, where can people find you on the net? I have posted what I think is correct. If you want to just uh, audibly verify that those two things are correct in the, uh, in the show notes. Yeah. And that is all. We probably should announce them out loud for the people who aren't reading. The yes. Show that's notes. why I said right? announce audibly. <laughs> I'll say no, <laughs> uh, you can find the site that I write game reviews and we'll probably go more in depth about the D&D stuff earlier um, <laughs> at acrosstheboard.net. Yay! I remembered. Yay! I remembered it was correct. And he's also at yeah, Radozato on Twitter. Yeah, I remember last time I had said .com, it's .net for the yes. address. I, I did I remember the, the that it was notes. not .com. Yeah, the show notes were correct, but what I said last time <laughs> I was on the show was wrong. <laughs> Okay, so next week we'll be joining the Cupcakes of Wildstar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including overly dramatic news, Ask Miss Mulgra, much lesser known Shaws, Ask a Magus, which is a new segment. We love new segments. And as a matter of fact, if you, listening to the sound of my voice right now, have an idea for a segment but don't know how to actually do it, Call us, write us, email, ask us. We would be happy, would love to walk you through how to produce segments for the show. Yeah. So if you want to reach us, our email is at AIE, or podcast at AIE-guild.org. Ah! It's about time I messed something up. <laughs> you can reach us on Twitter as well. The show is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. Akizad is at Akizad. And I am at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, Keys with Soul. This is a dot com. Yes, <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to uh, the people in the chat room who showed up on the night that you Thank know, the night you. before Nerdtacular. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website, a one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location 
and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Sci-Fi Channel to put timeless new spin on 70s horror classic. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. Not satisfied with just making a sequel to Sharknado, the Sci-Fi Channel announced yesterday that they are opening a new studio on the Timeless Isle to take advantage of its unique flora and fauna as potential movie subjects. To start with, however, they are establishing a colony of Dalaran sewer rats in the caverns beneath the isle, counting on them to multiply both in number and in size to rival the gulp frogs on the southeast coast. These supersized rodents will then be used in a reboot of the 1971 movie Willard, done to the usual sci-fi standards. In a casting coup, the lead human role in the movie will be played by former presidential candidate Mitt Romney, playing off his given name. Despite the fact that Governor Romney has never demonstrated any real acting skill, ODN sources tell us that sci-fi is unconcerned, having proved with the cast of Sharknado that acting ability, or the lack thereof, is irrelevant to making a profit. In fact, the studio is so confident of the film's success that they have already signed Romney for a second film based upon the original film's sequel. The working title has been. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what is the appropriate attire for Nerdtacular? For those unaware... Nerdtacular is a once-yearly gathering of the nerd faction of the humans, where they participate in strange cannibalistic rituals by eating five guys. I have determined that to be one of the five guys must be a coveted position, since most of the humans speak of these guys with some reverence. Some of the humans even don their armor for the event. Admittedly, it is a bit confusing, since much of the armor is made of this foamy stuff, with even less armor rating than a mage's robes. Although I have carried out scholarly studies in this area for several years, all I can tell you with some confidence is that if you wear a silly hat and watch bad movies on purpose, you should fit right in. I am Miss Mugger, and that is my advice. Oh, oh my gosh. Follow at Miss Mugger on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMugger.com. Greetings. This is Rasklin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, The Shah of Contrariness. This Shaw is exceptionally dangerous, as it is able to counter or dismiss pretty much any ability brought to bear against it. The adventurers will find their attacks perfectly blocked, their spells absorbed or redirected, and their heals reversed into devastating attacks upon themselves. Because of this, 
Almost all groups become increasingly enraged and frustrated and intensify the ferocity of their attacks, leading to their even quicker demise. The first ever triumph occurred when the sole remaining combatant of a large group decided to forfeit and award the victory to the Shah, thus defeating it. The wondrous reward for this was, as should have been expected, absolutely nothing. However, the following group, seeing this near total devastation and expecting their similar quick demise, was of course rewarded handsomely. Thus, they not only started the tradition of Opposite Wednesday, but were also given the first ever The Second Mouse Gets the Cheese achievement. We now return to your regularly scheduled Raid Wipe, already in progress. Welcome, this is Askamagus with me, Dedoran, answering your questions about anything magical in Azeroth. This week's question for myself is, why can mages sometimes throw pyroblasts instantly, but most of the time have long cast times? The reason is simple. We get really excited. Emotions matter in spellcasting. That's why we attempt to stay calm at all times. However, we are glass cannons. That makes everything in combat a hindrance to our spells. Do you know how much crap appears underneath our feet? I've lost count. While we mages try to be cool, collected bunch, we often panic. That means we don't get awesome moments as much as we'd like. So when one happens, we get really excited, thus helping our spell casting. It technically works with most any of our spells. We just don't do that. You can't critically sheep something. No, you throw the biggest ball of flames you got. And then more crap comes at us, thus the panic resumes. Send your questions to Askamagus on Twitter. Until next time, may poop not magically appear underneath you. So, until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. This is Aguzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.